Guys, welcome to the show today. Oh my goodness, I am beyond my usual excited. I am super duper over the moon super excited because this is episode 100 of the Mind Your Autistic Brain talk show. So I started this beautiful talk show journey in July of 2020, and I cannot tell you the amazing, incredible conversations that I have had and shared over the last two years with some of my friends, some of the most incredible autistic self-advocates in the space, with people who are autistic ADHDers in professional um, positions, you know, helping and changing the world, you know, from the shine a light campaign to the autistics in the workforce and all of the amazing things that we are doing in the world. And I am so, so very thankful and privileged and grateful to have shared these conversations and this journey with you up to this point. And episode 100 is really a big deal for me because this would not have ever been possible for me before, you know, before I knew I was autistic and ADHD before I knew I was alexithymic, that I had auditory processing delay that, oh my gosh, I am dyslexic. How did I miss this? How did other people miss this when I struggled? Um, but didn't realize that's what it was, especially when it came to math. Oh, good grief. Um, but it wouldn't have been possible had I not gotten to a place where I am in year three and a half, moving into year four of living, burnout, shutdown and meltdown free for the first time in 40 years. I experienced my very first, unbeknownst to me and everybody else, autistic burnout at the age of six. And from that point on, I lived on what I call the chronic cycle burnout loop. Sometimes I say the loop of death because that it was slowly killing me. And not only did I have physical health issues you know, in co-occurring conditions with that, I have POTS and I'm being evaluated for Ehlers-Danlos. I was misidentified as chronic fatigue and they suspected fibro. And I can't tell you how many times I took the first and second part of a lupus test. Um, you know, I'm like, hello, MCAS, somebody should have caught this. But, you know, all of these things all play a part of that. And oh, did I mention the trauma part? You know, the, the micro trauma that piles up into this tall lasagna layer that slides off and hits the floor. And that's usually like one of the worst burnouts you ever experience. And just the trauma of not knowing that your brain works differently and you're not broken. And the relief when you get an identification, be it self or, or formal, to go, oh my God, I'm okay you know, but to have struggled and, and lived in survival mood, masking to the professional level of camouflaging because the world responds to you in a way that tells you you're wrong. You're doing it wrong. You don't get it. And you internalize it and you're like, I don't get it. And I have to figure it out. And so you live in this chronic state of exhaustion because you're thinking through everything and overthinking and revisiting because that's what keeps you safe, even when it doesn't. And getting to this place that I'm in now is, oh gosh, I'm, I'm really, really so thankful because number one, 
I couldn't have imagined this in the beginning, you know, almost nine years ago, that, that where I am today was even possible. I would have told you you were crazy. You'd lost your mind. I don't know what you were talking about. That, that, that's not a possibility. But it is through my burnout restoration journey that, that today and being here in a hundred episodes, I've never been this consistent or had energy to be consistent like this in my whole life. To, to sit here today and go, this is a celebration, not of a hundred episodes. This is a celebration that, oh my God, I've been able to do this. I have something I've never had before. I have energy to live out my dreams. I'm identified my values and what really is important to me and not what I should be doing or what I think I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm quotationing marking this if you're not watching the video. Um, and then I love myself. Like to say that out loud is just huge. Like I got tears going. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love myself for the first time in my life. I'm not beating myself up because I didn't do something perfectly or I didn't do it the quote unquote right way. I love myself just as I am because I'm still wonderfully flawed, folks. Believe me, there is nothing perfect about this girl at all. And I'm okay with that for the first time in my life. I'm okay. And I started with, I, I, I didn't love myself. I didn't like myself. <sighs> I tolerated myself, maybe. I started with, um, okay, I'm going to hold 30 seconds for you. That's, that's where I started. And that internal, internal thought thermostat that I talk about in the self-care plan from the inside out, you know, running hot, running cold, and, and sort of that internal monologue of how I talk to myself about everything I wasn't doing right, all the things I did wrong, not being able to even see or appreciate even just the little things. Like... I'm sitting here right now at my desk and um, by the way, 100% of survey respondents uh, within Mind Your Autistic Brain all say that we have piles of stuff in our space. 100% folks. So if you are sitting somewhere, if you're in your car and you're in your home, you, you're at your office and you look around and you got a pile or two, you're in good company because <laughs> I'm looking around and I got some piles, but you know what? I'm not judging them. I would have judged them before. I would have felt bad about them. Now I look at them and I'm like, you know what? That pile of index cards is the outline and all of the notes for my new book. And that's the other thing I'm super excited to talk about today. My new book is coming out on November 4th, five degrees to identify how spicy is your burnout. It's a beginner's guide to autistic ADHD burnout restoration. I have put my unveiling method, my unique solution, how I got to this place that I am today, celebrating a hundred episodes of a talk show that I could consistently do something every week, just about for the last two years, that I reached out and in conversation and connection, I've made incredible friends. Oh my gosh. I mean, 
Kenny Davis has been on the show. His artwork is behind me as part of the, the stage here at the Mind Your Autism Spring Talk Show. Um, my friend Diane J. Wright at Autastic. Danielle Sullivan is another one of our, our guides at Autastic. My amazing NeuroDrive team, Jessica Michaels, Corinne Gilmore, Jamie A. Heidel, Dr. Ali Arena, who is also my coaching partner for Coaching Cafe and Her Brain Connection Lab. And we have a book coming out uh, February 14th. Bex Canner, who is part of the healthcare division of Mind Your Autistic Brain for the NeuroDrive team. I, I cannot tell you the connections, the friendship, and being able to create something for us, for our community that helps and benefits each and every one of us. You know, oh my gosh, one of, one of the most incredible connections that I've made that I'm so excited about has been my NeuroDrive team. And we're, we're helping educate and we're helping create frameworks to support us in education in the workplace and in healthcare. Because when I asked you guys, you know, where are you struggling? What's really hard to navigate? Those were the three places. And so Mind Your Autistic Brain through the NeuroDrive team has created workshops, presentations, and keynote workshop packages for companies, healthcare, clinics, organizations, and practitioners, and education, all the way starting from kindergarten all the way up to postdoctoral higher education. And you know, my big, my big thing, what I always talk about is burnout because that has been the thing that has been critical. That's the thing that's critical to, to all of us in our community because when we don't have the energy to do anything in our life, I mean, be that from take care of myself. There are days, there are times in my previous burnouts where it was so bad, I would just hold having to pee for hours because I just didn't have it in me to get up and go to the bathroom. That was just more than I could navigate. And hey, if that's you right now, I've been there. You know, I've been in that that spicy five level burnout. The ghost pepper is what I call it. And I love it. I couldn't have planned that myself, guys. That's just how the, the peppers rank up on that, that pepper scale. <laughs> And a ghost pepper is one of the hottest. And so a level five, a degree five burnout is a ghost pepper. Because honestly, you you become a ghost. I mean, it's like you almost evaporate. You have no energy. You just, you disappear from everything. And sometimes, you know, you want to disappear. And I've been there too. Sometimes you start off, as, it starts off as a poblano pepper. And guys, for most of us, we haven't visited a poblano pepper in a while. We're kind of, you know, that's level, that's the level one degree, like just a little bit just a little bit spicy, not much. Then you have the jalapeno pepper. That's the level two. Then we have cayenne pepper, level three, habanero, level four, and ghost pepper, level five. And for most of us in late identified life, we show up somewhere around three and four. We can kind of cycle the chronic cycle burnout loop. We'll cycle between like maybe a two, but more like a three to a five. And we sort of just keep going on the roundabout. You ever been in a car on a roundabout and can't get off? Well, I've been there. In a car, literally, and also in that chronic cycle burnout loop roundabout. And this new book that's coming out on November 4th, it is taking you through the burnout restoration basics. First of all, like what is neurodistinct burnout? There are differences and there are similarities 
in burnouts and how we experience burnout in different neurotypes, be it a neuromajority or a neurodistinct neurotype. So learning what those differences are so that you can kind of communicate with those folks in your life who may experience it differently. Or somebody says, oh, I've had burnout. And you're like, yeah, you hadn't had this kind of burnout and be able to kind of communicate that because that's part of the restoration journey. You know, being able to identify the warning signs for you that you're in autistic burnout and kind of helping you identify, hey, is this me? Am I in burnout right now? Like, I think I am, but I'm not sure. So it also gives you those warning signs, you know, burnout basics, some warning signs. In the third part of the book, I go into the different levels from that poblano all the way to the ghost pepper to help you identify which degree of burnout you might be in right now what those, those characteristics, how it shows up in your life, like what it feels like and what it looks like at that level. And I'm also giving you those first steps. If you're in this particular level, what's the first step towards burnout restoration? Because guys, I work on the 80-20 principle. I love it. I love it, especially in burnout because we don't have a lot of spoons. We don't have a lot of energy. And I actually talk about, you know, Spoon theory is great, but it doesn't talk about where do my spoons get recharged. You know, energy accounting is great. You can dole it all out, but where is it coming in? And that's part of the unveiling method is the restoration. Where do I bring energy into my life? Because if you're only looking at where it's going out, you're missing the most critical part about where it comes in. Because, you know, we know from science part, energy isn't created. It is only exchanged. So if we're exchanging, if we're giving it all away and we're not doing anything to bring it in, we got a deficit. We're running on fumes. And in burnout, you're running on fumes. You know, part of it is, is being able to be aware of that. So giving you those first steps for each one of those degrees, sort of like meet you where you are right now. And then the first steps to burnout restoration. What does restoration look like? I mean, I'm showing up here going, hey, I made it to episode 100. I had all of these things have happened in my life. I have energy. I, I feel this way about myself. But for most of us, you know, we got to have like, I'm a visual thinker. I got to have an end goal. I have to have some idea of what's possible. And in most discussions around burnout, I haven't seen anything that talks about what is restoration for a neurodistinct brain who's been on the chronic cycle burnout loop for decades? What does that look like? So I'm going to share with you what it looks like for me, what it looks like for a lot of my clients who are, who are entering that same burnout restoration space for the first time in their life as well. So guys, I would love for you to check out the show notes below. I have a very special VIP wait list that you can get on for how spicy is your indie burnout for my book coming out November 4th. That will get you on the list to be notified first before anybody else. Um, it will also give you some discounts and access to a burnout restoration uh, rapid implementation toolkit that I'm also going to have available with the book. And guys, this was really important to me. So the book isn't just a book. All right. First of all, I wanted to make sure that it's accessible for all of us and how we learn and how we process information. So how spicy is your indie burnout and our skills and abilities and burnout are a little different and they vary as well. Like one of the things that I would lose in a burnout is my ability to read. So this will be a digital book. You can also, um, you'll be able to order a print version a little bit down the road. Um, we're working on that one. Um, 
you'll be able to get an audio version of this. You'll be able to get this in digital dyslexia font. So if you are like me and you're dyslexic and you need to have particular um, font choices, if it's not on your your particular reader, I will also have this in open dyslexia font. I've made sure I, I purchased um, a copy of that so that we have that font available. And that is part of when you get the book, you get access to all of this. You'll also get a video recording of the book with closed captions. So if that's how you learn better, you also get to look at me and read <laughs> read the text if that works for you. Um, so hopefully this information can get to you and help you because that for me is the heart of this. I didn't do all of this you know, as a vanity metric, because I really could care less. I'm not even doing an ISBN right now because I'm like, that's so stupid. It's $125 for each one and you got to have one for each thing. So I'm self-publishing it to make sure it's cost-effective and it's accessible. And I'm making sure it's accessible to all of us in the way that we learn. So please also do, because, you know, I can only think through and ask you to make sure that I'm delivering this in a way that works for you. So if print um, digital and having variations in font for digital, for dyslexia, having audio versions, um, having video and closed caption versions doesn't quite meet you where you are. Let me know what would help because I will make sure I put that together. But when you buy um, a version, a copy of the book, you get all of this. You get access to all of this. It's included. It doesn't cost anything extra. I want to. I want you to know that you matter to me and you're important. And helping you get out of burnout and live your best thriving life to get to the place that I didn't even know was possible where skills and abilities have come back where I actually have fun and I love, I love my life every day, even on the hard days. And trust me, I still have hard days. I still have tough days. That doesn't change. That, that doesn't go away. But how I navigate those, how I, I get through those and how I thrive in those is the difference. And Mind Your Autistic Brain, I started it so that other people didn't have to do this by themselves or figure it out by yourself. So I've got a framework called the Unveiling Method. That is my unique solution. That is the Burnout to Thriving journey. It starts with foundation, integration, restoration, and maintenance. And those four things take all of the elements into account from the inside out. Self-compassion, self-love, self-care. And if you don't, you're starting with, from a place of, I'm giving myself 15 seconds just to hold space. That's all I got right now. Then that's okay. And that's where you start. Whatever that spicy level you might have from a poblano to a jalapeno to a cayenne, a habanero or a ghost pepper. This book is going to meet you where you are. It's going to take into account your energy level give you that 80-20 so you can exert 20% for an 80% ROI return on investment of your energy. Because I always feel like whatever I do, I better be getting more in return than I, than I expend. Because my whole life I spent expending a whole lot of energy with very little return. So guys, please join me in celebrating the 100th episode of the Mind Your Autistic Brain talk show, celebrating my upcoming book, How Spicy Is Your Indie Burnout?, and guys, just celebrating you for being here today, for joining me, for being part of Mind Your Autistic Brain community, for being on this journey, and for the amazing messages that I get almost every day from all over the world, over 79 countries now, thousands and thousands of downloads every week. Thank you for being here. 
Thank you for sharing your story and your journey with me. And if you're looking for personalized coaching in your burnout restoration, go check out resources.mindyourautisticbrain.com and apply for a one-to-one coaching session and, and see if this is a fit for you and if this is something you would like to do in your life. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for making this possible by being a part of the Mind Your Autistic Brain community. And hey, folks, how spicy is your burnout? Which pepper are you? See you next week and join me as Stephanie Izzy shares access and how we as late identified autistics and ADHDers and neurodistinct brains, how do we start utilizing some of these resources like speech language pathology and occupational therapy that younger identified neurodistinct folks have access to? So how do we navigate that as adults and how do we start getting some of those resources that we need? This is a big part of the journey for a lot of us. We're like, hey, I thanks for the identification. Now what? And they're like, oh, well, you're not a child. You're not 18 or younger. So we don't really have anything for you. So we're going to be talking in the next couple episodes about ways that you can get access and, and navigate some of these therapeutic um, things that help like integrated listening, listening systems. So tune in next week and join me with my fantastic guest, Stephanie Izzy speech language pathologist through access. And she is autistic and ADHD herself. She and her sister run an amazing speech language clinic, and I can't wait to share her insights with you next week. So tune back in and thanks so much for being here. And I'm celebrating the hundred episodes and so much more. Bye guys.